Welcome to episode 184 of A Single Mom's Journey. Thanks for dropping by. So it's been a few days since I gave you guys an update. Day 16, wow, that started out late. I had actually stayed up until like 2 o'clock on day 15. And so day 16 was a late start. My first workout started around lunchtime, which is usually the time I'm doing my second workout during the week. But it was Saturday and I'm very much into just fitting it in on the weekends because I don't have to work usually on the weekends. And so that late start just, you know, caused me to push my second workout until like 8 o'clock that evening, which was fine with me because it was a beautiful night. There is actually a high school, um, actually it's a middle school that is in my uh, vicinity and rather than walk the neighborhood I just walked to the middle school and walked around their parking lot since it was fully lighted and there are no cars there because it's you know the weekend and so I just did loops around there went up and down the aisles and um, did walking lunges for quite a bit as well so that was a really nice little area to walk safely in the evening um, day 17 was a little bit more difficult for me, um, because I just was not feeling energized on Sunday. So I did, um, an active, uh, rest day where I did just walking and instead of lifting, I did a mobility yoga type session and that was really good for my body just, you know, major stretching, my back really worked on some muscles. And that's something that I really need. I need to incorporate something like that into my day to day, not as long, but um, I've been trying to incorporate stretching, but it's just, just one of those things you're like, Oh, yeah, I'll do it. But then you end up not doing it. But I just need to be more diligent and write it down on my to do list so that I actually do do it. And Um, check it off on my list because when it's on my list, then I'll most likely do it. Are you one of those people who does the same? I don't know. I'm a list person. I'm a list person (laughs) for sure. And then today, um, I did my regular, you know, work day workout and, um, waking up at three 30 and then doing my walk after I log off work. So that was really, um, back to my weekday schedule that's always nice to get to and you know a lot of people had today off since it was Martin Luther King Day but I was one of the few people at my office that um, did go into work because um, we still had to have like a skeleton staff for coverage in case people had issues and things like that but luckily there was like barely any calls and I was able to work on a project that I was designated to do So I didn't even have to talk to anybody today at all at work other than my boss, like maybe for a few minutes and that was about it. And so I am looking forward to the rest of the week. Um, It is uh, the program that I'm doing for the Madeline Moves app. Um, There's a challenge that's happening if you didn't already know and it's a four week challenge and what happens is the first two weeks are unique um, workouts. And then third and fourth week are a repeat of the first and second week's workouts. Because then you can compare if you have gained strength 
or flexibility or um, quickness in any of the moves because it's the same exact workouts and so that you can really just gauge your growth and a lot of people just compare their numbers all the time the next um, two weeks that's what people will be doing and um, actually on Saturday there was a full body workout and it was actually like a baseline Um, so the last workout that we're going to do two weeks from now well less than two weeks from now two Saturdays from now um, it's going to be the same and so we can compare um, all those metrics and it'll be just interesting to see where everyone's at and that's what's exciting about it because you know it's kind of like you against you kind of thing versus you against everyone else because if you log all your the weights that you use and the times that you do for like the emoms and everything then you can see the growth that you've had in such a short period of time and it's really exciting for people because then you start off the year with on a really good track and you know you feel motivated because you see the growth that you've had over a period of time but yeah it's been a great three days of workouts like I said uh, yesterday was a um, active rest day so it was uh, much needed I believe for my body um, to do that at least once a week to have an active rest day where it's a little bit uh, more low-key than you know lifting weights and stuff so anyways that's it for now guys so for you OG listeners you know that I've been doing 75 hard I did my first uh, 75 days back in August. Um, I started August 31st and I finished in November and I started my second 75 hard January 1st. And it's been interesting. Um, This time around, I'm not as um, frantic, I guess you could say. I'm taking one day at a time and I think I'm just relishing in it. A little bit more I'm not stressing out about it I'm just just going through and making sure I do the tasks because the tasks you know if you're organized you can totally do them um, you can follow whatever eating style you want but you have to follow it for you know 75 days and for some people that's really difficult and you know you have to do two 45 minute workouts and one of the workouts has to be outside underneath the sky you can't be under a patio or anything um and like i said the other one is follow a diet no no alcohol or cheat meals which means like no desserts and things um drink one gallon of plain water no mio no crystal light no nothing added in um anything other than that Um, that's not plain like coffee or tea or energy drinks that's not counted into your gallon of plain water that's additional which doesn't count Um, and take a progress picture every single day and then also read 10 pages of a non-fiction book maybe entrepreneurial self-help developmental So nothing like romance novels or, you know, um, stuff like that. So um, a new book that I had found um, was, it's kind of morbid, 
but it's not. Um, like you guys know, my dad passed away in March, and he and my mom had talked about um, how things would proceed after he had passed. They had had, you know, discussions about his burial and all that stuff. They had that planned out like a while ago. Um, but there are certain other things that you don't think about because, you know, people don't talk about death. It's just, it makes everyone sad. So me being a single mom, me being an organizer, I found this book. Um, I forget how I found it. It was on Facebook or something. Somebody was like, oh yeah, it was a really good book. Um, it's called A Beginner's Guide to the End by B.J. Miller and Shoshana Berger. And it's uh, basically what it says here. It's a practical advice for living life and facing death. And it's basically how to organize everything and get your affairs in order um, before your time comes. And like I said, I'm a single mom. I want to make sure that all my papers and everything are organized so when I do pass my kids don't have to run around and find things they know how I want things to proceed if I have an accident or something and become nonverbal um they are they will have a plan to follow do you know what I'm saying um because sometimes when people pass it's unexpected other times it's a long time coming but you haven't discussed all the areas that you need to discuss and that's difficult not only for um, the person who is going through um, the end stages of their life it's also difficult for um, the family members who are left behind because there is a stress of really making a decision for your loved one thinking is it right is it wrong would is this would what they would want or you know just the guilt of the possibility that you are not doing what your loved one wants and I don't want my family to have to face that but I just read the first like the introduction section and it's I'm already like drawn in and you know it's actually a pretty big book let me see how many pages it is oh my goodness Oh my gosh, it is wowzes. It is 475 pages long. Yeah, it's a pretty um, thorough book. It's pretty extensive. But the thing is, there are lots of things to think about. And people forget about so many things. I mean... Like, even, like, bills and things, like, things that are on, like, auto pay that you forget that are being withdrawn every month. It's like, oh my gosh, what is the password to that? What is the account number to that? You know, and your family members have to, like, call and figure things out. Because I've seen people, they're just like, I don't know. I don't, you know, they've never had to deal with it. Because, like, one spouse handles the finances and the other just doesn't. And so when the one who doesn't is stuck or trying to figure this stuff out it's difficult it's it's very traumatic because if they've never had to deal with it so that is basically the reason why I want to read through this and kind of jot things down and start getting things organized and 
not just, it's not just a will, you know, a will is just one portion of what happens after you pass. Um, there is the aftercare, you know, like when you're nonverbal or, um, you're not able to, um, you're mentally incapacitated, um, you know, your family won't know what you want, you know, and it's just a, it's just a difficult place to be because I know that my mom had to make some decisions for my dad. Um, they had talked about a lot of things, but some things they hadn't. And so she had to make some decisions. Um, and that was, that was really hard in, you know, um, hearing from my sisters, how things were going and, that was difficult on me to hear that my mom was put under this pressure to make decisions on certain things and coming to that realization, especially like my one friend, um, who was dealing with lymphoma and my other friend who, um, just had a heart attack last week and she was only 33 and I got an update on her. She uh, has been released from the hospital. She started talking, I believe, late Friday, she was able to speak again and, um, like gradually start becoming more verbal. Um, and she was released from the hospital and, uh, I think she was going home today because I think they stayed close to the hospital the first day, the first night, because they didn't want to be too far away. And so I think tonight was the first night that she was at home. And luckily for her, her husband, is there and um, her mom and dad are there as well. They came and are helping care for her. Um, she doesn't have any kids, so um, that's one less um, worry uh, for them is having to deal, you know, with little ones. But uh, but yeah, coming to those realizations of things that happen suddenly, or you know, our long term. Um, issues that just, you know, even solidifies my brain that this is what I need to be doing. Um, but again, if you guys are interested, let me know. Um, like I said before, the title of the book is a beginner's guide to the end. The authors are BJ Miller and Shoshana Berger. That's B E R G E R. Um, like I said, 475 pages. But, you know, I'm not in a rush. I only have to do 10 pages per day so that I can, like, digest and organize and get things in order and jot down notes. This is the type of book that you need to jot down notes and um, really have it permeate your brain to, to, like, to create a plan. But anyway, that's where I'm at right now. If you guys are thinking about, you know, um, something like this and getting organized, consider getting this book. Um, consider getting your will taken care of and just gathering all your um, your bills, your investments, all those things so that your family can have it in one location and so they can, you know, take care of business and know what you're end of life plans are as well. Anyway guys, sorry to be a downer, but that's just something, like I said, people need to speak about more openly so that family and friends aren't left to guess as to what you want in the end. Okay, you guys.
Talk to you later.